BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello to you all. Welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, you're like, what are you doing, Eric? Uh, believe it or not, I need to take these pieces of paper towel and put them underneath the microphone stand. They serve as a quieting buffer. Otherwise, we get this. Little inside scoop there. I uh, would have been here sooner, but your old pal Easy had uh, well, a strange feeling in his abdomen. That something was inside of me and needed to leave. So it had to depart. Uh, good morning to you. Last night, I was uh, busy being the world's number one fry cook at Bosco's Pub. And it was uh, it was a great night. It was a great night until the very end. We had, um, you ever like when you were a kid, you go into a restaurant and then you like eat and then you take off, dine and dash, steal, steal what you ate. You don't pay. Uh, we had that last night, except it was, it was four moms. Really, really weird. They just bolted. I'm not exactly sure. May, I, I mean, maybe they, they forgot, but I, it was really strange. Um, they might have had a bad experience. I'm not sure. They ordered a um, cheese quesadilla. We call them boscadillas there. First of all, they were outside on the patio drinking. They had, you know, a couple glasses of wine, whatever, whatever. And then it got a little chilly because the rain started to fall. So they came in and they were there up to when we closed. Four ladies. So they had a few drinks. No big deal. And then um, they decided they wanted to um, have like a snack. They had been there for a couple hours. So they ordered this cheese boscadilla. Well, Doug screws up and puts chicken on it. It's a chicken boscadilla sassy. So it's got a little like this pico de gallo on it that has a little bit of a, a little bit of kick to it. It's really good. I love those. And um, Server brings it back. Her name is Lorna. She goes, oh, this was just supposed to be cheese. And Doug goes, ask them if they want that. If they don't, I'll make them a new one. But if they don't mind it with chicken, there they go. And I won't charge them anymore, obviously. It's a little bit more for a chicken as opposed to a uh, just a cheese one, you know. 
Lorna comes back and she says, they're totally cool with it. All right. Enjoy. Now on the side is a, uh, uh, you know, a little container full of this, uh, uh, jalapeno type of, um, I don't know. It's like mayonnaise. I think we mix mayonnaise, uh, minced or chopped jalapenos and some, uh, lemon juice makes this fantastic, uh, type of like sauce that you can dip the, uh, boscadilla in or, or spread it on there. It's really great. It's got some kick to it too. You know, jalapenos. Well, the chick there thought that that was ranch. So she like scooped a big bunch of it. And I mean, I mean, it's not that hot, but to her, apparently it was because she's like, oh God, I need water. I didn't know. I thought this was ranch. Oh, fuck shit. Oh God. Somebody help me. You're like, oh, fuck, shut up. But I said, oh, here's some water. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, now the whole thing is spicy. Tyler says, is it like a jalapeno aioli? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, it's delicious. You should come in there and try it one day. But you got kids, so you're probably not going to go out to eat for the next four years. Especially if you have more kids. Who was I just talking to? Oh, I was talking to this nice lady from the Grand Rapids Gold. Last weekend, she was getting ready to uh, head out on a trip. A getaway weekend, long weekend trip with her husband to like New York City. And uh, she says, this is the first time we've been away from our kids for three years. And I'm like, oh, you two are going to jail. You're going to let it all hang out. That's what that's what uh, parents of young kids do. When they get that one free weekend, they look forward to it. They look forward to it. And then boom, like sex in public places with the significant other. Spending money, maybe go to a casino. Uh, the two of you rent a whore and have a three-way. It, it's that type of intensity when you get away from the kids. How did I get there? I don't even know how I got there. Um, right about the time that we're, those chicks are ordering the food, the uh, softball team comes in. We... Bosco's has a softball team. It was kind of a, I was like night right at closing time. They come on in like, ah, fuck. I'm going to be here late. Got to serve these guys their food. And, uh, but I don't care. I don't, I love working. I really do. So I got the softball team and these four chicks. They each have their own bill. I guess these chicks, uh, server brings all four. Two of them pay, two of them do not, and they all leave. Lorna, Doug, they left. I went in the bathroom, looked for them. There's no cars in the parking lot. They left. And he's like, motherfucker. Now, they had bought drinks earlier in the day. So we had all their information. We have all their information. And I'm like, well, can you charge? I didn't ask because he he was pissed off. 
I didn't know if you could charge them. If you if he charged them once, can you do it again like that? You should have that info, right? Because if I were Doug, I'd like, fucking just charge him. But if you can't, he still has their information. And uh, I'm like, well, you want me to look him up on Facebook? We can reach out to him. I bet you we can get what we want out of shit. They probably just forgot, Doug. And he's like, ah. I don't know what he ultimately did. I know he was pissed. And you don't want to be around him when he's pissed off. Thank God, short time later, I was able to leave. Corey says, call the cops. Yeah, I'm not sure what he did. I don't know. Um, it's it's kind of crazy in the restaurant biz. Uh, you know, I mean, if you, you're kind of like a sitting duck. If you make someone's life miserable, who's a customer, I would think. I think you get a lot of, ah, let it go in the restaurant biz. I'm not sure. Um, but if they did just up and leave, these, these, these are women in their 40s and 50s. I'm like, I cannot believe this. This is remarkable. If they actually did that, what kind of fucking assholes are these people? My God. Uh, but off into the night, into the rainy, chilly night. And, uh, but otherwise, otherwise good, but just a pile of, of crap to be sure. Poor guys trying to earn, make a living. You know, Doug had a uh, career as a, um, what the fuck was he? Hello? Oops. I just didn't mean to hit that. We don't want to hear Madison right now. Had a career as a, uh, I think it's called a machinist. Some type of mechanical engineer, something like that. He's building, uh, he's the guy, I think it's called a die maker. You're the guy that makes these fucking big ass things that, that stamp shit out or press shit out parts, something to do with the auto industry and, uh, saved up all his money. And then he took all of his fucking money that he had saved and bought this restaurant. So it's really dependent on this restaurant. I mean, it's got to work. It has to. And you got these crazy bitches just stealing his shit. Chris laughs at me saying, ah, he fucking did something once. Yeah, tool and die maker. Something that requires uh, like math. Which seems crazy to me because uh, sometimes I think there's actual cement in Doug's head. But he's actually very, very smart. I may be back there tomorrow for a Thursday night football edition with the Lions and the Packers for a party at Bosco's Pub. When I say party, I mean you'll be there. I'm going to be making french fries. I don't know for sure if he's going to have me in or not. It's, it's kind of always a down-to-the-wire minute by minute thing where he's like, all right, I need you. But I always make myself available if I can. Again, I like being there. Good group of people. All right. So glad you've joined me on this edition of the Eric Zane show podcast. Um, what else is I going to talk about? Oh my God. My dad, this is a big fraud Wednesday. Wow, is it ever? Because my dad kicks it off 
in uh, 43 minutes uh, with an, another edition of Dear Meathead. If you have a question for Dad, send it along, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Pretty good response in the Facebook post. I appreciate that. And some came in via email. If you can think of anything you want to run by my dad, maybe you have something going on in your life. Maybe the kids are doing something, uh, something with your job or something fun that you'd like to do. Maybe you want to get his take on it. Send it along on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. And uh, ask away. Uh, Nice phone call with him yesterday. The way it works is uh, when I take a break at Bosco's, I usually go for a walk. Talked about that. Part of the uh, fraudulent fat fucks. Uh, Trying to stay not fraudulent. I did not weigh myself this morning, by the way, but yesterday in the middle of the day, I was 181. So I'm pretty sure if I weighed myself this morning, I'd be sub 180, but I don't want to do it. I want to wait. I want to, I want to really make sure I'm below 180. Uh, so I take walks like around the block when there's no customers or whatever, or no food coming in, call my dad at that point. And, uh, that's when I like, Hey, all right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to talking to you tomorrow. You're right. Yeah. It'd be great. And, uh, so not this weekend, but the following weekend, I'll be getting together with him again up north for the color change, which is unbelievable. If you have never been to a part of the country where all it is is trees, and then you've got uh, bright popping yellows, uh, reds, and oranges, fuck. It's like everywhere you look, is like a, a puzzle, a beautiful puzzle picture. It's uh, hazardous to drive around in this area with it there being that much beauty. And as I as uh, the driveway on the property, um, there's a tunnel of trees that stretches for not that long. Uh, just a, uh, just basically the path of my, uh, of my driveway up to the trailer, but it's quite literally the trees are, are so big and the branches hang over. It's almost like darkness and the vibrancy when you drive through here, it's like, oh my God, as you drive into it, you feel everything just leaving you every bit of stress, worry, discomfort, just it just flies out of your body. Holy shit. So he's going to be there. Another opportunity to hang out. Um, and uh, I call him up and I go, dad. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing you in just over a week. Silence. <laughs> he goes, I'll take your word for it. He, you know, it just, um, it just comes and goes with him, with his brain. Uh, by the way, I, earlier this week, I posted an edition of, uh, Dear Meathead from, excuse me, July of, uh, 2017. Um, interesting to hear the, I don't know. He, he sounds the same, but it's not. In 2017, he had, I don't even know if he was diagnosed with dementia i think he was but um this has been a uh, slow process uh to be sure but uh, i posted that 
not only on Patreon, but on the free podcast. It was part of the Lost Zane recordings, for those of you that check those shows out. So, okay, uh, as always, excited to have Dad uh, here on the show. If you're driving around my neck of the woods in West Michigan, uh, it'd be weird if you're driving around and all of a sudden a uh, boulder comes flying through the windshield. And that is what happened to some lady as she's driving home from work or some shit. This is so fucked up. This is scary, man. My God. A scary and dangerous situation here. A rock smashing through a car windshield on the very busy 28th Street in Grand Rapids. Yeah, but the driver believes someone might have thrown the rock at her car intentionally. Our Julie Dunmire spoke with her today and shares her story. I would say that's a almost a certainty at this point. Sorry. Sunday night, Danielle Weller was doing something she normally does, just driving home from work, when all of a sudden, something fell from this bridge right into her car. I was driving down 28th Street. Danielle Weller was headed east when this rock headed straight for her window. Oh, yeah, that that thing was taken out of somebody's landscaping. Did you see that damn rock? And this rock headed straight for her windshield. I felt something hit me. The impact left a bruise on Danielle's arm. And I was really confused. Like She is lucky as fuck. If that was higher up the windshield and more to the driver's side, that could very easily have just smashed her face in. Immediately just very confused because, you know, nothing is in front of me. I'm not distracted. Um, and then I had realized that, you know, something had gone through my car confused but able to keep it together to keep going my next immediate thought was keep driving because i don't know if whatever someone just threw into my car is some a way for me to stop and by the way the floor of uh of her passenger side that looks mine that looks like mine except add about 500 more things she's got the granola bar i don't know what this deal is there's looks to be a coin you know, I don't know if somebody's waiting for me. I don't know what the situation is. Danielle believes what happened was no accident. She thinks someone dropped the rock from the top of this train bridge. I'm unlucky that it didn't hit my head or anywhere else on my body that could have hurt worse. Still, the damage is pretty. What the fuck is wrong with people? Like, did you see that story? I forgot where it was. It might have been Arizona where those two kids decided to just smash into the guy on the bicycle. Killed him. And they're, they're like laughing as they see him ahead of them. They know they're going to do it. They're cracking up. The, yeah, hit his ass. They're actually going, yeah, hit him. And they, they just smash into the back of the bike. And the guy goes down, hits his head, dead. Motherfucker. Pretty bad. Glass scattered throughout Danielle's dash. Some of it even made it all the way to the back seat. Danielle did report this to Grand Rapids police, but says it's hard knowing that the person who did this is out there. It's hard because we don't know who did it and not really going to know who did it unless we, you know, have someone sitting up on the bridge every night waiting for someone to come back and do it again. For now, Danielle says she's lucky enough to be able to drive her mom's car to and from work. It's not funny. It's not a game. And hopes by sharing her story, whoever may be responsible will learn their lesson it can kill people it's a fine it's kind of a thing where you fantasize like she says you know unless we, so we wait by the bridge and hope that these morons do something like this again let's say that you did you did wait like her dad you know he's retired he's got nothing but time 
He sets up shop, hiding out there, waiting for this motherfucker, and then catches him and throws him off the bridge. That would actually be something that, okay, because there's probably not a camera on the top of the bridge uh, to watch all this. So you're set up. If he does happen to return and you do pitch him off the bridge, you'd probably get away with it. So again, it happened on this bridge just right near the intersection of 28th and Breton. Grand Rapids police tell me that there is no suspect no. information at this time. Anyone with information is asked to contact them. Reporting in Grand Rapids, Julie Dunmire. Oh, man. Motherfuck. Uh, Corey says, yeah, or just install a camera. Um, big callback. Arab says, I remember the story where Stu said that they shouldn't be charged as adults. The kids who, um, yeah, they, I think they threw shit off of the bridge in Clio, Michigan. And Stu was like, yeah, they, they should be charged as kids or something like that. The Clio five. Yes. Uh, Nick says set up a sniper full death penalty for anyone that throws rocks at cars. Uh, hurricane Ashley. Says driving under bridges, new fear unlocked. It's a funny way to say it. Tyler says, You mean it didn't roll down one of the mountains overshadowing 28th Street? Uh, probably that boulder is from Proud Boys Bark and Stone. Oh, God. I like Matt, but my God. Fucking wake up. Um, horrible. Holy shit. Yeah, probably no chance that anybody will. Okay, so if if whoever did that happens to sing like a bird and brag about it, which they probably will, then you're relying on whoever found out about it, who's also probably an asshole actually saying something. Uh, Ryan has tried the same joke more than once. Something about Bart Simpson. I'll have to take your word for it. I don't get the reference. Must have been something from the Simpsons. No doubt. Bart throws rocks off. Okay. Corey says, kind of impressive. They timed the drop just right. I don't know, man. Absolutely awful. What the fuck? Uh, while it's in my brain, because it's probably going to leave my brain, because I mentioned it earlier, our Facebook group trying to get each other to lose weight. I'm not sure if Amanda is with us today, but uh, I don't, I, I'm a little bit concerned with how serious Amanda is taking this. Now, to be to be uh, sure. The two people that need the most help in the group are our pals, Amanda and Kenny. You know, not no uh, slight intended, but uh, pretty much everybody's like, yeah, I just want to just want to lose a few pounds. Uh, I'm getting a little soft and uh, yeah, I got to I got to watch what I eat a little bit. Maybe uh, move a little more, you know, no biggie, no biggie. But for these two in particular, uh, their health is dependent on it. Like they got to turn this around. By the way, credit where credit is due. 
Megan has dropped 28.7 since May. It says I've been feeling frustrated that things haven't been moving more quickly. Oh, don't fall victim to that. Little bit each day. Just keep doing what you're doing to lose 28.7 since May. That's fantastic. I wish I was going at that fast of a pace. It's going to take time. That's a lot of weight. Fuck. Uh, Aram, his usual, uh, uh, he really gets in depth on the shit he eats. Look at this. Aram talks about, I had three oatmeal pancakes. He went with oats, bananas, eggs, berries, and cinnamon cooked in coconut oil. That sounds incredible. He says he did a a HIIT workout, H-I-I-T, which I'm guessing means high intensity interval training. So like high knees for 30 seconds, short rest, and then, you know, whatever the fuck. Uh, What do they call those? Burpees. Shit like that. Those workouts are ridiculous. Talk about feeling like a noodle when you're done with one of those HIIT workouts. Oh, your heart's beating through your chest. You can barely move. You're cramping up. He writes, now I am so ready to make and eat my usual. He's a lot like me. Eats the same thing every day. Romaine, cucumber, tomato. That might be a spelling error there. Avocado. Cottage cheese, shredded cheese, chickpea salad with Caesar dressing and 2.5 slices of sprouted flourless bread. Holy shit. For dessert, I may do three peanut butter and honey rice cakes and or a mango. Okay. Now, he's already in shape. But he's still sticking to uh, these fantastic, appropriate food choices. Wow. I'm pretty sure you're a, a vegan or vegetarian or some shit. Isn't that your thing? I don't know, because you eat eggs. But that's uh, right here. This is what people like Kenny and Amanda need every day for like many days in a row. Many many days in a row. You need something along those lines. Ryan says, all of that sounds absolutely disgusting, but to each their own. (laughs) Hurricane Ashley says, no, no, it doesn't sound disgusting. It sounds annoying. What is that annoying for you, asshole? What the fuck? Annoying? Your your what you eat sounds annoying. <laughs> All right. Um, I bring this up because uh, Amanda says I'm so fraudulent. But I found an inspiring post. This could have been me like two years ago. 
Yeah. No offense, but this line, this could have been me like two years ago. Sounds depressing to me. I don't know if I'd surround yourself with stories like this and then say, oh yeah, I, I could have done this. I think you need to, uh, uh, focus on less about looking at things like this and more on actually getting more than one day in a row where you're making solid decisions. I wrote how fraudulent, what happened? I need to know what, what we're dealing with here. Okay. You again, your health depends on it. No offense lady, but uh, you're not getting any younger. You and Kenny, who I, I got to get an update from a man too. What's going on? Look at, look at Ben. This is, he says breakfast and lunch, two cheese sticks. This one looks a little derpy at the end of it. The Greek yogurt, the apple. Okay. We're going low calorie. Amy, she did the Berlin marathon. I believe just recently. The Berlin, is that Berlin, Germany? You went all the way to Germany for a fucking marathon? Holy shit. Aaron Cole getting on a roll and it feels good. I kind of consider today a rest day. Tomorrow I'm going to turn it back up to 11. Look at all this shit this guy's done. How could you ever be fat doing all this shit? This is awesome. Matt S. Look at all these days in a row. This is great. This is really great. All right. So again, Amanda worries me. Where where are you? What's going on? I think I'm going to wake her up. Cue the excuses. Did you guys know she was sick like a month ago? Hello? Hello? I am awake. Oh, hey, how's it going? Getting up ready for work, huh? Yeah, putting makeup on, coughing up who knows what. Yeah, you were sick, I heard. You don't hear it at all? I still sound like shit. No, I was referring to every time I turned around, you announced it in grand fashion. Like, I am sick. Yeah, I had COVID. I know. That's what I'm telling you. Everybody knows. I'm still going to wear a fucking mask for the rest of the week. I know. I, I heard that that's here to stay. Yep. So, <laughs> so uh, it, you, you wrote that you're fraudulent. Is it? what what What's going on? I wake up. I get ready for work. I stop, grab something to eat. I go to work. I work. I come home. Maybe have like subway and then fall asleep for the rest of the night. Oh, I get the sleeping thing. And I definitely get the uh, not no exercise thing. I mean, my God, you're still ill. But uh, I'm, I'm a little worried about the grabbing stuff to eat. Yeah, I don't want to cook. I know. That's, that's, the, that's the trick here. You got you to gotta dial in on that. You know, I mean, you got to spend a 10 minutes and, and, uh, do your, do your homework there. 10 minutes. However long it takes to whip something up. I don't know. Maybe buy some, something, something better than 
something better than what you're you're doing. Oh, I know, but for not eating for like four days in a row, I think I'm doing pretty good. You just said you're being you're being fraudulent. Well, yeah, now. Wait, yeah, well, it's true. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. I have COVID brain. I'm sorry. Well, I, all you gotta do I, is take that. Take that, that. That's an excuse. All you gotta do is take that energy of stopping and getting something to eat, and uh, you know, prepare, prepare for the day. Yeah, I don't get up till like eight o'clock. Sounds to me like you don't really want to do this. At the moment, no. But I have to talk to my psychiatrist. Um, I think either tomorrow or Friday about a med check. You got to talk with a psychiatrist and you also got to talk with uh, the cashier at Meyer when you're buying a salad. Those are the two big priorities. Cashier at Meyer, salad, and maybe uh, some fresh fruit. And uh, and not the guy that says, do you want extra uh, uh, provolone on your footlong sub? <laughs> I hear you. Okay, so yeah, I just wanted to check in. Yeah, I'm I'm still kicking. I don't know who for, but still kicking. Oh, okay, well, enjoy the day. I'm sorry that you uh, had COVID. I'm glad you're not going to die. Me too. Okay. Maybe. All right. Okay, bye. See you. Bye. Uh, there you go. That's that's where she's sitting right now. She's not in the best spot, as you can tell. So uh, hopefully she'll feel better. Feed the cold, starve a flu. COVID gets Pop-Tarts. Stevie says, I need to get groceries and salad stuff on my way home today so I don't become a fraud. Joe Stinkpot says, if you're going to be fraudulent, you might as well support Bosco's and get some jalapeno fries. All right, Linda, who's also on Team COVID, she says, you won't believe my voice. All right. I hear these COVID losers. You really don't want to hear me. Oh, oh my God. Holy shit. Yeah. It's bad. So are you breathing okay, though? Yeah, it hasn't gone my lungs it's mainly just in my head so that's a good thing i guess but i sound like a frog it's kind of cute you know <laughs> i'm glad you find it, it cute it works I sure don't. it works it's no radio voice let me tell you that it doesn't sound you know what you probably think because it's yours you can de- you can detect it more but it doesn't sound that bad well that's funny because everyone i've talked to the last three days is like oh my god you sound horrible uh, so can you go to work yet? Well, I work from home, so. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I took Monday totally off, and I'm just looking like I'm working yesterday and today, but, you know, not doing a whole lot. Uh, Tyler says you still sound better than Kelly Cheese. <laughs> well, thank God for that. I'd be really depressed if he said I didn't. Um. Okay, so what do you think you know where you caught it from? Yeah, I went to a marketing conference last week in Novi on Tuesday and Wednesday. 
and my first symptom was like a sore throat on Saturday. Um, and I tested Saturday and it was negative. And then I got up Sunday and our family Thanksgiving was Sunday. And I thought you better do another test. And I tested and it was so positive. Oh was, yeah. I, I've, I've never had a positive COVID test. I've taken dozens over the last three years and not one has been positive. Oh, so it kind of did it like illuminated, like, you know, oh, like fire on that test. It was insane. The second that it that you put it on there, it was like, oh no, you could tell right yep. away. Yeah. Ah, for God's sake. Um, so well, that's awful. Yes, it is, but I'll live. It's not my lungs, and I can be thankful for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's uh, silver lining. Silver lining. Well, you know, though COVID isn't a thing, and you know, shots don't help. Oh, yeah, that's what our pal John Gismongo said, or I should say John Bucanas. Yeah, that son of a bitch. I sent a note to Maureen when he was doing that, and I said, I hope that MFR gets COVID and dies from it. He's such a piece of shit. He's such a piece of shit. Yeah, he brings out the worst in people. Yeah, he he really does. He's such a piece of shit. I mean, he delights in it. He's the guy that makes you think horrible things like i hope someone die i hope he die that's what he brings out in people he is right impossible to like there are zero redeeming qualities uh about that whale yep i've never had that thought before about i would never wish that on anyone and i mean he just had no sympathy whatsoever and just talks about the shot being fake and COVID right. being fake. And I'm like, what right. an asshole you are. He, he really asshole. is. He is a horrible human being and will be yep. missed by no one when one day he does take his dirt nap. No one will miss him. And the fact that you said he was 40, I'm like, are we all insane? There's no way that dude is 40. Thank God he's 61. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, if you search his name, John Bucanas, B-U-K-E-N-A-S, he has been podcasting forever and he has done so many podcasts that no one's ever heard of that. He probably doesn't want you to even know. And, uh, he also used to own a company where he would edit podcasts and, and make them uh, quote unquote sound better, oh, it, God. which is remarkable because if you were to ever listen to any of his shows, they're the most unprofessional piles of shit you've ever heard. I mean, they're, 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 it's, it's all so much shit that could have been edited out or with any degree of preparation. It would sound reasonable, but it's, it's horrible. Everything he does is terrible. Well, I'll say this. I think Justin's podcast is more interesting than his, and that's saying a lot. Well, at least Justin keeps it moving. It right. may be a bunch of bullshit, but John's anything John touches turns to shit yeah he's the worst uh okay well good luck hope you feel better you and amanda both um uh, uh, true or false well first of all uh do you think amanda has was fraudulent in our first conversation do you think any of that was fraudulent um yes i think there's some fraudulent excuse making (laughs) i think she's still gonna go to subway (laughs) yeah I, I, I think she's got to, I'm, I'm not convinced she's all in on this. Yeah, I think she's half in. Yeah, I think she's got to get several days in a row starting like today. 
I don't care yeah. about COVID. I mean, well, I will cut her some slack on the COVID, but it, I mean, it does help control the appetite because I've had to force myself to eat. The last well, yeah. Days. Well, she's she, it's she's defeating COVID. She's going. <laughs> she's stopping at the convenience store to on the way to work and Subway on the way home. She's <laughs> she's like, been she's managed to beat it. It's like John defeating Ozempic. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how she's doing it. It's like, well, no, it's a perfect opportunity to drop 30 when you have COVID. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I'm down 19 now, so. There you go. Yes. Give me one more pound, COVID, one more pound. I hope I get it. I hope I'm going to go out and I'm going to go out and uh, make out with hobos or some shit. (laughs) Come over and I'll breathe on you. Yes, yes. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Yes, Bye. 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 There you go. That's our uh, COVID crew um, today on the show. So great to have them here. All right. I got several people that said that um, the conversation that I had with Hurricane Ashley yesterday, where it wasn't really a conversation. Uh, it was just two legends battling it out as we welcome in E-Rock, who is getting all sorts of shit from Carl uh, for standing him up, according to Carl. Carl says you stood him up on Who Are These Podcasts last week. I haven't gotten your side of it, but that's what he's saying. Like He was getting ready to do the show, and you weren't there. Iraq says, correct. Yeah, but I'm guessing there's no way you intentionally stood him up. That's not you. Uh, I'm guessing something happened or you forgot or you're going in five directions. You've got uh, a young child or young children. I think only one, maybe two. I think just one. That happens. He says, I have uh, also correct. I have no excuse good excuse i was stuck being a dad at the time that's a very good excuse come on it happens and then you probably forgot when you're a fucking father those things happen i called in at the end of the show uh yeah we had ashley on i forgot why we were screaming at each other oh it was because she sent okay I got annoyed with Ashley um, because of the barrage of chat messages. For some reason, um, it always goes straight to my brain and makes my blood boil when I see 8 million chats from the same person. I'm always like, okay, I get it. I know. I know. So I got annoyed with her. That led to me calling her. I will say this. Going, I'm, I'm learning that going on the offensive with her is not going to be a one-sided scenario. Her counterattacks are usually formidable. So it's a roll of the dice if you're going to be successful in attacking her. I learned this yesterday. She's equally aggressive, perhaps more. 
equally loud, perhaps louder. She reminds me of me. It's like I have a, a, a twin sister. That type of uh, uh, slash and burn, crash and burn, crash and burn, slash and burn. I don't know. Like here she is. She goes zero to a hundred in one second. She's right now, as I talk to you all, fighting with Aram. Ashley says, Eric just called me a legend. Aram says, not for a good reason. Okay. If you respond with that, Aram, now you're now you're asking for it. The hurricane's whipping up at that point. She says, eat your figs and relax. Uh Ryan gets in and says, oh, Ashley, you forgot to say, quote, and then choke on a dick at the end there. Aram responds to Ashley, any way to force your way into the podcast, right? Which is also funny. Ashley says, eat a dick, and we are playing the feud. Aram says she started some shit earlier. Tyler describes her as a category three, and this could escalate though. Yeah, I, yeah, I am staying out of it. Uh, I know that Dan O and a couple other people said it was hysterical when we were screaming at each other. Uh, yeah, it's God damn it. When she gets agitated, it's like, holy fuck. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Um, Someone suggested, asked, uh, because the suggestion was made that um, uh, radio voice Linda about sounding like Kelly Cheese. And then someone asked, yeah, but does she have crispy R's? Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. For crust. Cripple. Or any other weird sounds. <laughs> That's so expensive. Yes. And I looked it up. I was like, pretty beer. Remember what, though? <laughs> Jesus. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it was a little noxious. That's so expensive. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm a raisin. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Tyler says, Insta Boner, voice of an angel. Brandis says, why do you do this to me? I never thought of this. Call of Duty says, she sounds like Marge Simpson. (laughs) That's so expensive. I looked it up. I was like, I remember what though. (laughs) Jesus. I haven't seen it. It was a little noxious. That's so expensive. Ryan says, God damn, that woman has a fucked up car engine of a laugh. Corey says, despite all that, she still the only interesting person on that show. Sure, interesting, but you can be interesting and stupid and annoying at the same time. Chris says she sounded high as a kite this morning. 
Maureen says, all I can think of is that scary face you showed us yesterday. Uh, We will have another edition of Who Are These Free Beers today, and uh, you'll be able to see exactly what that is. It's on Patreon. Oh, before I forget, tomorrow. All right, tomorrow's fucked up. Uh, I have to take my brother-in-law to the dentist. The appointment starts at 7.10 a.m. I I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Um, I think I'll just end up doing a later than normal show. So don't be worried about me um, when the show doesn't start at 8 a.m. Just so you know. Uh, I'll just be a little late. That's how I'll work that one. Note for tomorrow. Um, all right. Brandis says... One of the most annoying female voices I've ever heard. I just cannot. Ashley says, Kelly. (laughs) This is fucking brutal. Is the poster child for Down's face. I I don't have a politically correct way to say that. You have Down's face? Oh, my God. That is ridiculous. Let me see if I can make this happen. For those of you who aren't aware of what's going on. Let's see. Where is that? I don't know if I can get it right now. Once I've started the show, I don't know if I can, if I can pull it. Why am I hearing Jimmy Hendrix right now? What is happening? Oh, no, I'm not going to be able to do it. You'll have to wait until the uh, uh, Patreon when we do Who Are These? Who Are These Zanes? Who Are These? Oh, my God. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. All right. Thank you. Um, For those of you that are enjoying the show on Facebook, uh, X, and YouTube, it's time to say goodbye. Thank you. I appreciate you all being here. But if you want the audio version of this, when this show uh, finishes, you can get it on demand wherever you download shows. If you follow me on Twitch, you can get the entire show. It's not quite done yet. I go for another hour. Uh, You have to go download the Twitch app and then search Eric Zane Live. I'm right there. Hit the follow button. And then you'll be able to see the entire show. Or if you're on your desktop or laptop, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Uh, Follow me on all the social media platforms, Facebook, X, YouTube, and the aforementioned Twitch. I have a Patreon where we'll be doing podcasting throughout the day. Who are these free beers? And then, of course, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast on a big fraud Wednesday. That all comes up. And you can sign up for Patreon for free. That's right, free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. Try it free for seven days. You do have to put in a payment form. uh, But just, you know, if you're like, okay, this is great. I'm going to let it ride. Give EZ five or ten bucks a month. Or if you don't want it, just cancel it. No big deal. It's easy to do. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you. Facebook and X brought to you by Uh, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 
Uh, thank you as well to my friends at Blue Frost IT uh, for helping bring you the show. They sponsor us on X. Uh, Ashley says, I'm working on getting the word Mimarted. Rhymes with Mimarted begins with R out of my vocabulary. Timothy yelled at me about it. I don't have a good replacement. Yeah, that's tough. If you're in mixed company, they don't like the word. Like Diana doesn't like the word. And if I say it, she gets pissed at me. And I, I, I don't like to use it in public. You know, I think I could get in big trouble if I use that in public. Uh, Kent says the politically correct way of saying that is that she looks like she has an extra chromosome. Uh, what about just Downsy? If you say Downsy, I think that's as bad as the R word, is it not? Tyler said, I was going to say that the pick of, uh, Kelly, that easy showed yesterday made her look Downsy. But I was debating if I should go there or not. Well, you know, I want to do that. But Downsy, I uh, Ashley says, I don't think you get to keep Downsy. Yeah, I mean, I, does that mean you're going to say it? Can I borrow it? Can I say it looks Downsy? Or is that, are you saying I can't say it because I, I'll get in trouble? People will get pissed off at me if I say it looks downsy. Uh, E-Rock says people just say R's or bops around here. Yeah. What's the uh, context of that one? Kyle says looks like he rode the short bus. Why is that any better? Tyler says, I'm claiming Downsy. Nobody else can have it. Bullshit. I want Downsy. You know what? Fuck that shit. If I can't say R word, uh, I'm going to say Downsy. Downsy, it's a fun thing to say. Aram says, Stu might not like that. Well, that's because Stu's brother has Down syndrome. Iraq says bop just became just became usable for stupid people or people with deficiencies. Yeah, but I don't know if that's caught on yet. I think you got to really work hard to get it in there. By the way, I still claim to this day that I invented win- well, my brother Mike invented window liquor and uh I I successfully stole and entered it into the lexicon uh, Minger, which our friends in the UK refer to as someone who's ugly. Uh, all right. Minger's a good one. All right. I'm going to bring in my dad here for dear meathead, but before I do, I should probably get, um, <laughs> says, Jimmy Norton used to just say, and their giant tongues. God damn it. Why is it that the most funny things are the most awful? What, what, what's happening 
with comedy and humor when the most absurd things and hurtful and uh, uh, full of victims in the joke. Like if you were to say, yeah, and they're giant tongues, you know how many people would hate you if you say that? <laughs> or family photo ruiners. God damn it. Fantastic. So true. Why can't that be funny? Why does that have to be looked at as so goddamn mean? Because it shouldn't matter. That should be usable. It's too fantastic. Of course it's offensive. That's why I'm laughing so hard. Shit. That should be okay. That's one thing about the 70s, man. Teachers would say the N-word. You know, I mean, nobody gave a shit about anything. I, I talk about it all the time. When I was a kid we, on the playground, uh, we would play uh, N-word pile. N-word pile and smear the queer. And uh, we knew it was wrong. And the lunch ladies wouldn't do a thing. And the teachers wouldn't do a thing. And, and we'd get some wimpy kid who we assumed was gay. And we would play smear the queer. And then we would all jump on him. So it's like seven, eight, nine hundred pounds of child on one kid. We're crushing him. And then we're all yelling N-word pile as we all, as another kid jumps on the pile. And then the kid has to go home. He's concussed or whatever. He's got a broken leg. And the teacher would be like, all right, uh, I got to have a talk with everybody. And we're like, okay, we're getting busted for saying N-word pile. And he goes, and he didn't care about that. He actually opened it up with... Uh, enough with the, and he would actually say the word N word pile. And we thought, well, is it because we're saying it? And it's like, because little Johnny got hurt. What a time to be alive. Um, Kyle says, instead of the, the R word, say they are late again. If you are late, you are tardy. If you do something again, it's retardy. So if you're late again, okay, I get it. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like a word puzzle. Get in the same amount of trouble. Uh, thank you to uh, Andy and Colleen from King's Room Barbershop. Now, if you are in West Michigan, uh, there's three locations, Northland Drive, Caledonia, in the middle of uh, Wyoming, 821 36th Street. Dudes get their hair cut. At King's Room Barbershop. 20 bucks or less for a haircut unless you get some specialty stuff. Like, I don't know, your beard care or whatever it is. Uh, maybe you're getting a line cut into your head or something like that. I don't know. Kingsroom.net. Brand new location in Wyoming. They moved from Rogers Plaza into, the, uh, into a building that they own. Love that. At 821 36th Street in Wyoming. O'Neill's having a dream. Hang on. He's having a dream right next to me. There's nothing funnier when a dog has a dream. All right, I'm back. What the hell do they dream of? Uh, 
Excellent installation. If you want the flooring installed right the first time, reach out to Excellent Installation. Jacob Bennett um, used to be part of Bennett Flooring Installation. Now, Jacob Bennett is Excellent Installation. 616-318-0167. If you want your flooring installed right the first time, Call Jacob at Excellent Installation in West Michigan, 616-318-0167. Let's bring in my lovely 89-year-old father. Hello. Hello. Hey, Dad, how are you? Fine. How are you doing? I'm well. Welcome to a beautiful Wednesday, Dear Meathead Day. Well, I don't know what the beauty of it is. It's uh, kind of draggy in here. Yeah. The weather is not too good. The uh, the weather's a little off. There's no question. But yeah. uh, hey, hey, it's going to get warm. It's going to be nice here for the weekend. Yeah, that'll be all right. I, but the worst part of that is I got to be out there in the yard picking up dandelions and picking up. Uh, no dandelions. Well, oh, yeah. Dandelions is the beginning of the season. Now, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're just picking up leaves at this point. Leaves. Right. Right. Yeah. I it, picked up whole lot of cones yesterday cones you say cones like like pine cones yeah apples apples we got apple trees in here okay all right yep yep i know i know uh we've got some questions for you guys are you ready i am ready and go all right we just got into a discussion on the show about the use of a certain word that a lot of people say is a no-no, but other people are, you know. It's a no-no? Yeah, it's a word. I mean, I, I want to get your take on uh, on the word retarded. Well, it is an insult. Okay, is that, so that's a bad, because uh, a lot of people say that that's a word you should not use in public. Yeah, I mean, you know, can you imagine now uh, you and I were talking, I said, hey, you know, you're kind of retarded, you know. I say it sometimes, but I don't mean harm by it. Yeah, I, I, she, she uses it, but she doesn't mean any harm by it. I, yeah. But the receiving end of it doesn't know whether you mean any harm or not. Well, I, I, uh, I'm kind of with Joanne. I would never, like, mean harm by it. I would just mean something that doesn't make sense, you know, like, uh, uh, whatever you can put any any uh, situation and say ah that's that's kind of retarded, but uh, yeah. people get people get really bent out of shape about that. I know. So I well, it's all right to talk about something with someone, but you should not insinuate that this replies to the person that's going to listen to it. Exactly. <laughs> now, yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure what the hell you just said there. I don't know what I said either. I just woke up. <laughs> I mean, let's just continue on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Dad. Uh, Nathan writes, "Dear Meathead, I'm about to go on an airplane. Have you ever been? Have you ever traveled by plane before?" Oh yeah. Do you have any tips for uh, safe safe travels, uh, comfortable travels? Well. Sometimes uh, when I just to put about three passengers on one seat. Wait, what? <laughs> In one seat. One seat, 
It's a pretty big. You mean one row? One row. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Three people in one row, you know. (laughs) I just just woke up, you guys. (laughs) Oh, hey, that's okay. Do you want us to call you back after you have your coffee? No, no, I haven't even started thinking about coffee. All right. No, that doesn't change nothing. Oh, it doesn't change nothing. Okay. I got you. I got you. Uh, Justin writes, uh, my son raised his name. His name is Justin. Okay. Justin. Hi, Justin. Uh, Justin, uh, Justin's son is involved with an organization called 4-H and, uh, yeah, that's, um, uh, the, the group that kind of like raises livestock typically at the local fair. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, Justin and his son raise some pigs every year for his projects. And he wants to know if you've ever raised any farm animals in the past or, or had any type of interaction with animals, maybe back in the day when you're living in Iran, did, uh, did grandma have a goat or anything in the backyard? No. The only thing I had, you, you, you are talking about animals, right? Well, yeah, yeah. The only thing that I had, I had a little, little animal, donkey. not a, not a donkey, oh, a, turtle. No, no. a turtle, that I would stand on him and he would carry me. That's abusive. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you? I actually would stand on him, and this guy would walk. Did yeah, you? But you were a kid. I was just a little kid. Well, did you say uh, donkey and then say no? I meant a turtle. Yeah, I, that, that was a donkey. Oh, okay. All right. So you had the turtle. You get a ride on the turtle. That's. It sounds like a video game or something. <laughs> I mean, that was it. That poor thing would walk really slowly, but it would carry me. <laughs> and breathe very hard. <laughs> oh, that 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 poor turtle. I mean, my God, that turtle's thinking, "Holy crap! This is a this is a was a weird life that that I have. This, this kid on my no, back." I was a I was a little boy. Uh, and he was a big turtle. Uh, how about this one, Dad? Uh, Ashley says, Dear Meathead, uh, how do you feel about people who have weird foot fetishes? You know, they like to see people's feet. Did you say foot fetishes? Yeah. Yeah, have you ever heard of that? Someone who's like, oh, man, look at her feet. Or look at his feet. No, I've never heard of it. Yeah, that's that's a thing. I, I guess that's weird. Yeah, it it sounds weird. Like it it's a it's kind of like a uh, turn on, if you will. Yeah, it is weird. So whatever your boat. Joanne says whatever. Joanne, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, I, I, so she's kind of like a, a, a she has more of a free spirit opinion about this, and you think it's you think it's kind of weird. I don't know. When we were young, younger people, young kids back in the old country, uh, we hardly ever wore shoes. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, if someone has a foot fetish and they're in the old country, they're going to see a lot of feet. No, we also got hurt quite often. Okay. Yeah, I imagine you step on crazy stuff all the time. That's that's stupid. Shoes are made for protection. Yeah. Right. I think we can all agree with that. Uh, shoes. I singing a song. The shoes were made for walking. I remember that song. That was uh, uh, Nancy Sinatra. I think it was these. 
I think it was these boots. Boots, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, all right. Hey, you're smart. <laughs> oh, I remember things, yes. Uh, all wow. right. Dr. Jim, who lives in South Carolina, writes, uh, one of the, my favorite places to go uh, when I visited my grandma's cottage in Grayling was the Fred Bear Museum. Are you familiar with the Fred Bear Museum in Grayling? Are, are we you want? Is that in Hardwood Plains? I, you know, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, how, uh, Fred Bear is, I think, described as the father of uh, bow hunting. Oh. Okay. And I think he made a particular type of bow um, up north there and uh, kind of made a name for himself, so. He's like a friend. He was a close family friend of Ted Nugent. You remember him? Yes. All right. There you go. Maybe that doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Well, there's a museum up there that we should check out at some point. Where is that at? I've never seen that. Uh, you know, I don't really know. Um, but I know that since he used to live up there, that uh, there is like a, a place where you can go check things out. I mean, I used to know a whole lot about up there. There's a restaurant in there that's got things hanging on the wall. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. That place is for sale now, Bear Pizza. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, 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 the guy who owned it, it went belly up, so he's trying to sell it. Oh, that's too bad. He's trying. Uh, he owns that, and he owns that Coca-Cola museum. Yeah. He's, sell yeah. he's selling it all. Wow. Eric, right, you know... You can just take my spot because you're so damn smart. What do you mean, take your spot? I mean, you know, do do what I do. <laughs> take up leaves. Pick up leaves. Of, I mean, you know. I think I, mean, I I think I already have. Not in my place. No, well, anyway, whenever I'm up north, they always say, God, you remind me of your father. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, well. Um, you're, you're very lucky then, right? Absolutely. If they, if I, okay, if I can be as beloved to people as you are, half as beloved, well, then I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. That's how I feel, at least. Um, well, occasionally we think of you the same way. Occasionally, occasionally you do, yes. <laughs> okay. That that that's almost as, as hilarious as when you said that you love me like a son. <laughs> you actually you actually took the time. I do. Yeah, oh, you, I love you like son. You, you 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 got a card and it says happy birthday, you put it in the mail, I opened it up and you wrote, Dear Eric, I love you like a son. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I am your son. And you said, yeah. Yeah. And I love you like one. Well, and, and, and new, new situations uh, is not a bad system, you know, to change your, uh, I don't know, what the hell am I trying no, to say? No, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, change it up. Keep me on my toes. One of those things. Okay. okay. Uh, Aram says, hello, sir. If you are wait, wait, what is the name? His name is uh, Aram or Aram. Aram. Aram says if you are meeting friends at the movie, but you arrive a few minutes after the movie started, is it wrong 
to quietly ask your friends to explain everything that happened so far in the movie. Well, it's, it's wrong in a sense that you're annoying the friend that's sitting next to you. Yeah. So, yes. I mean, it, yes. That, he, wants to, he wants to watch the movie, and you're yeah. annoying, actually, by... In, 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 inter, in, what am I trying to say? By uh, interrupting his uh-huh. meeting. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, the guy has the right to get up and walk away and sit somewhere else. Yeah. You know, if someone comes up to you and you, you sit down for the movie, you you watch the first 10 minutes, you're getting into it. Someone says, all right, tell me everything that happened so far. Yeah, like like be my interpreter, though. That sucks. Yeah, that that is, that is uh, 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 pardon my language, that is retarded. Right. I like that better. Not sucks. All right. Very good. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Tim writes, Dear Meathead, how old is too old to start taking college courses? In the end, he continues, I have the ability through my work to have my college courses paid for, which could help me get a promotion. So I, I think Tim's about 45 right now. He is, he is 45? Yeah. That's not late at all. As long as you can learn. As long as, it, yeah, as long as you can learn. Yeah, I mean, a, I agree. You know, maybe like a couple of years time and then uh, no big deal. Then he's still got uh, many, many years of earning at a, uh, at a higher pay rate. Uh, yeah. And if, if the work is going to pay for the courses, it'll be difficult, very time consuming and stressful, but you can do it. Yeah, you know, I don't consider 40 and 50 old for for Pete's sake. Oh no. I don't I don't consider 89 to be old. Absolutely. As long as the person is really intelligent and does a, does a carry a good conversation with him all that, hey, he's a young man. Exactly. That's why I like talking to you because you're so young. <laughs> Young and crazy. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. good. You're good. You know, everybody uh, Everybody I tell about you, um, about how, what we do here, me, you, and Joanne, they, they think it's the greatest thing in the world. You know that, don't you? Well, you just said that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Adam. They're really great. Uh, Adam asks a very sensitive question, which you do not have to answer. Uh, do you and Joanne have a favorite child? Now, you don't have to say which one. That might get you into some trouble. But do either of you have a favorite? No. Okay. You are. You are. Uh, Joanne just yelled. All right. You are. That's a hey, perfect, perfect. We'll take that. Oh, my family is uh, just, no, no. Nothing that is different about between you and your brothers. Whatever kids asking me, I tell them that's the favorite. <laughs> hey, how about this one? This one is from a guy by the name of uh, Jason Stong. What? Stong? Yeah, he writes, Dear Meathead, who is your favorite son-in-law's brother? Hint, he lives in Florida, drives a truck, and lost 252 pounds. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. We love Jason. There you go. Jason. 
Yeah, Jason is cool. That is Charity Scam Mike's brother. Uh, Ryan says, Dear Meathead, uh, can we assume your favorite place for vacation is Grayling? Is that true? It's it's one of them, yes. Yes, because I've got a lot of families, uh, uh, memories and all that there, and it's got a... There's got something that's yeah. just drawing me to it when I go up there. Well, my God, we've had so many amazing times from you. Uh, yes. Like pole vaulting over the fire. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> and, then, and then I think, did not did you land in the fire or did you make it? Yes, I did. You did land in the burning fire. The stick broke. The stick broke. My, my okay. stick broke. Oops, may have been a, a large amount of alcohol in that in that moment that was uh, that was influencing at that point. I was I was so bombed out I didn't know what was going no, on. No, no, no. That hey, hey, that was that was par for the course back then. That was th- those were good times. Yes, I uh, wish we had movies of those things. I know it. We didn't have, we didn't have anything. We got a couple still photographs and memories in our brain. <laughs> Uh, all right hey i uh i love you guys i'll uh, you know i'm gonna see you in about a week and a half yeah that sounds great we're gonna yeah. go up north and uh, see the color change and uh eat like kings and hang out and sit by the fire yeah, maybe we'll repeat some of the things that we did when we were younger uh you like mean jump the fires on uh, i don't know if that's a good idea well, yeah well i uh that would be a thing that would definitely be something uh, how about we just settle for take a walk Chicken. You guys, I love you. I appreciate you as always. All right. Thank you for your call and you enlighten our mornings, honey. Thank you very much. We love Diana. We love Diana too, and we love everybody over there. I can't wait to see you Uh, guys. Diana is first. Let me tell you that. Oh, she's the boss. There's no question. Way to go. Okay. All right. Okay. See you guys. God bless. God bless. See ya. There you go, dear meathead. Always a spectacular feel-good moment on the show. Uh, there was another time when my dad found a uh, not-exploded uh, tank shell or some type of artillery that should not have been there. And he got his hands on that fucking thing. Because of the uh, military exercises that happen frequently up there. I've told this story before, but it's worth mentioning again. He positioned it on a stump. And his plan is to shoot the back of the shell. And he was successful. He's got a 22 rifle. He's... He doesn't have a scope or anything. He's just trying to fucking with the thing on, you know, the little sights, the little shitty sights on it, trying to line it up. And it took him like a whole day to hit it. He finally hit that fucking thing and kablamo! It blew like a fucking, it just exploded. And it's like, how are we not dead? With decision making like that, how are we still alive? The countless trees that were dropped on uh, pets. It happened more than once where my dad would drop a tree and uh, uh, with chainsaw without making sure that there were uh, 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 
I mean, I mean, pets were like running around and the tree would land on the animal. It happened twice. One dog named Shadow, another dog named Pepper. These were Joanne's dogs. Uh, more than once, he dropped a tree onto the power lines. Which, I mean, the line actually came down. This is the type of thing where it says, don't touch down power lines. It's like that. It's completely charged and energized. Adam said, are the pets okay? Believe it or not, the pets did survive. Corey says, Zane family sure loves killing animals with trees. So true. God damn it. All right, dear meathead. Um, Love that. Thanks for the questions, everybody. That was a lot of fun. Always a lot of fun. Uh, thank you, as always, to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If it's mortgage time, you got to call Mario. No matter where you are in the U.S., 231-332-6505. Whether it's your first mortgage, your 10th, uh, whether you're getting a refi, getting money out of your home after you've owned it for uh, a bit of time, that's a great thing to do if you want to pay off a credit card or maybe do some home improvement or pay off a bookie, whatever. 231-332-6505. Um, speaking of the hurricane, the hurricane met with Frank Fuss and was able to get insured. That's a very big girl thing of you to do at 58 or however old you are. Um, Frank Fuss will make that a reality. You know, people who are self-employed like the hurricane is, or maybe in between jobs or their employer doesn't offer insurance. Um, you get insurance from the marketplace. Okay. You can get into a great insurance policy, but having to navigate that on your own is kind of a pain in the ass. So call upon Frank fuss, the show's licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. He'll get you the best policy that your money can buy. And you don't pay him a thing. He is top notch. The best way to reach Frank is go to the website, buy, B-U-Y, insurancehere.com. Fill out that form. You will then be on Frank's radar. There's a drop down there on that form that says, how did you hear about me? Please hit Eric Zane. It just says Zane. And then off you go. There's also an important thing to note that this year is the first year that the government is allowing this. In the past, if you had um, insurance offered by your boss, your employer, um, you could not utilize healthcare.gov. Okay? You can now. Now, why that's important is because if you get your insurance from your employer, when it comes to just you, what you pay each month is not that much. But if you add a family to it, like wife, three kids, all of a sudden you're paying uh, a ton of money. 500 bucks a paycheck um, to cover all these people. Your employer is still paying for a portion of it, but not nearly the same percentage as they were when it was just you. That's how they get you. Uh, so you're stuck with a uh, thousand bucks off the top of going to your healthcare. Now you have the option of going with your employer healthcare and the rest of your family utilizing healthcare.gov. And if you keep your earning uh, below a certain threshold, which is a pretty high threshold, you'll be able to get the government subsidized uh, tax benefit or the tax subsidy. 
And what that does is that helps pay for the premium. You will save hundreds a month. Now, navigating this all on your own, not the easiest. Frank's the guy. Just call him and ask. Or reach out to him and ask at buyinsurancehere.com. EZ was talking about this. Do I qualify? He'll take care of everything. You don't lift a finger. You don't pay him anything. It takes. It's a five-minute phone call after you set it up with him. I'm not kidding you. It's worth your time to investigate this. Hundreds of dollars a month you could take off of what's leaving your pocket to cover your family. I hope that makes sense. You missed any of that, reach out to me and I'll explain it. Uh, Ashley says, I'm 38. Frank is better than my accountant. Uh, actually, uh, Corey says, actually, I thought you were 34. Ashley says, that's because I'm immature. And she says, Frank got me my insurance in literally a couple of minutes. I think that I need to say that right. Uh, Frank got me my insurance in literally a couple minutes. Fuck you. Fuck you, Adam. Eat your figs. Go eat a dick. Uh, uh. All right, I got to pee. I forgot how fun it was to do my impression of Ashley. Fuck you. Go eat a dick. <laughs> do you think porn stars ensure their body parts like a professional ice skater might ensure their legs? I don't know. Maybe it's possible. I, it's funny you mentioned that just yesterday, someone popped into my head. It was, uh, the lady who played Daisy Duke on the Dukes of hazard, Catherine Bach. She insured her legs for, uh, a million dollars. You know, that was like the big thing. By the way, she has one of those. Weirdo stretched plastic surgery faces. What a what a terrible, terrible uh, look that is. It's like all these people now look the same. That Versace chick, uh Mickey Rourke, Kenny Rogers, uh Sylvester Stallone. They all have the same stretched face gives me the impression that it's just one doctor that does it all the same exact appearance and they go oh yep hey i look like mickey rourke that's exactly what i wanted to look like that looks excellent uh kyle says kenny rogers is dead yeah i know you know what i mean though you know what what face i'm talking about really crazy to me that people say, yeah, I, I, I'm going to opt to look like, go to that one doctor, Dr. Stretch Face. It's a horrible look. All right. There's a bill that is being um, shopped around in Congress that is going to make it a... Uh, a real uh, uh, crime 
if you do like a deep fake, you know, like uh, you create something with artificial intelligence and um, put it out there as, okay, this is what so-and-so said. Um, newly introduced legislation seeks to protect individuals nationwide from being misrepresented by certain kinds of digital content known as deep fakes category that includes deceptive political messages, computer generated sexual abuse material, and more. Uh, representative Yvette Clark, a Democrat from New York sponsored the bill. She says, we know that weaponized deception can be extremely harmful to our society. Oh, I've, I've been a victim of this. I've actually been, uh, uh, had, had this happen. People have weaponized my words and made me say something that I didn't actually say. Thank you for all. I hope grandma one day walks in on this kid eating a vagina. Of your assistance and hope. I mean, to think that I would ever actually say say that. I hope grandma one day walks in on this kid eating a vagina. Now, clearly, those are my words, weaponized. I mean, I didn't, I didn't actually say it. AI did it, eating a vagina. Hi, my name is Kristen Megan Kelly, and I believe I've called and left a message earlier today. I'm just trying to get some feedback from whoever would be in charge in making the decision to sponsor um, the Eric Zane podcast. I am the mother of a child that he spoke about. Hi, my name is Kristen Megan Kelly. I'm a veteran, and I'm a veteran. I believe I've called and left a message earlier today. I'm a veteran. I'm just trying to get some feedback from whoever would be in charge. I'm a veteran in making the decision to sponsor um, the Eric Zane podcast. I'm a veteran. I am the mother. I'm a veteran of a child. Now, this one doesn't sound fake. This one sounds legitimate. That he spoke about on his podcast. I'm a veteran in a sexual manner. I'm a veteran, um, including sex acts that he wants my veteran to perform. I have a sheriff involved. Um, several sponsors have already backed out. And I'm a veteran. I believe in nonviolent free market solutions. I'm a veteran, so I greatly support free speech. I'm a veteran. But this mm -hmm. is not protected speech. I'm a veteran when discussing sexual acts of a veteran. Um, sexual acts of a veteran. I'm a veteran. It was an attack on me and my family, and uh, I'm a veteran. It's one thing to have an opinion of adult. I'm confused here. What is the AI doing? Or is this really AI? But again, it's not protected speech to speak sexually about a seven-year-old girl. I'm confused. Um, I'm a veteran. If you would like to see the evidence, and uh, I have seen on social media, someone is messaging people to not talk about it. I'm a veteran. But they want your business to know that your name is slapped behind the screen when he's saying these things. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a veteran. You can call me if you'd like. My number is area code 405. I'm a veteran, but yeah, that was bleeped out so that uh, there was no doxing. So really, I'd like to know if your business supports this type of rhetoric. Area code four. Uh, four. Zero. Zero. Five. Five. Six. Six. Nine. Nine. Four. Four. Eight. Eight. Three. Three. Four. Four. Um, I'm and a then veteran. it was bleeped out.
So. And I'm a veteran. I would just like to hear back from you. Thank you very much for your understanding and your time. I'm a veteran. Thanks. Eating a vagina. All right. Tyler says number is 1-800-VETERAN. Well, anyway. Uh, so, you know, for all those people that used my voice as a deep fake, that's terrible. Like I'd walk around saying, I hope one day grandma walks in on that kid eating a vagina. I mean, I've said a lot of fucked up shit over the years. But I think you'd have to be a real jackass to believe that I would actually crack the joke. I hope that one day grandma walks in on that kid eating a vagina. You know. Well, anyway, Yvette Clark is uh, doing her best to propose this bill. It was introduced last week in the House, reviving a proposal she previously put forth in 2019. This bill is meant to take, uh, take us into the next century and establish a baseline so we can discern who is intending to harm us. AI-generated content has exploded in recent years due to the accessibility and ease of use of generative tools. Well, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Generative AI is a type of artificial intelligence capable of producing content, including text, images, audio, and video with a single prompt. So the members of Ottawa Impact, all they have to do is type out uh, what make Eric Zane talk about a little girl eating a vagina. Thank you for all. And I hope grandma one day walks in on this kid eating a vagina. Of your assistance and hope. So that's what happened. A member of Ottawa Impact took my voice, pushed a button, and the next thing you know, I'm talking about that kid. So not fair. I mean, I lost a critical hardware store sponsorship that works out to, let me, let me do the math, a serious income loss. I lost $4 and 93 cents a day because of AI. As recently, a few years ago, a user would have needed a certain level of technical skill to use AI to make content. But now it's just a matter of downloading an app or clicking a few buttons on a website. Yes, exactly. I've been a victim of that. Uh, Corey said, I thought you said the grandma was eating the vag. Well, look, God only knows what I said. But all I know is that the AI generated me saying, I hope that uh, grandma one day walks on in on that kid eating a vagina. Tyler says, I'm surprised that that kid hasn't been brainwashed into claiming she's also a veteran. IMKO says there's literally hundreds of hours of you talking with no background noise. Very easy to make a model from. That's all you do. You just get like a few sentences of me and then you, you, you upload it to a server and then it, it populates and creates. And then you type, uh, me saying something horrible about the blacks and then I'm in trouble. And then they post it and say, look at what Eric Zane said. By the way, you all have permission 
You have a homework project to take my words. Who can do the best, most ridiculous Eric Zane artificial intelligence uh, voice work? So make your own Eric Zane show podcast and then send it to me and we will listen to it and we will have uh, the AI champion of the year 2023. Whoever does the best AI version of, of your pal EZ, you will win some type of prize. I have no idea what, probably a, a coffee mug, um, a, pie, a, pa- a bag of dog shit. I said pile of paga. I see two of you are actively going to do this. Maybe three. I see Mitch, IMKO, and possibly Corey. I know you all have the skills for evil, and I'm I'm telling you to use them for evil. Get me easy AI. And put me in a ridiculous scenario, the most creative the one that makes people laugh, the one that sounds the smoothest. We can have all sorts of criteria for this. Corey says Eric Zane is about to become a 911 or a 911 and Hitler supporter. Joe Stinkpot says he knows a guy who could do it. Yes, your deranged brother finally could uh, uh, have a great bit of um you could tap into his warped brain. That would uh, get him away from posting seven-year-old uh, Facebook posts on social media and actually doing something interesting with his time. The easy AI challenge. Kyle says, what about if uh, if we hire you on cameo and just use your words, use your words while you roast someone. Yeah. The sky's the limit here. Corey says a heartfelt apology from Eric to free beer. What could be created? No disrespect, but Corey is capable of some sick shit. Oh, I know you guys all have talents and skills and powers. Keep it close to the vest here. We just created the bit. Now you have to do the work. So don't don't give away your best jokes now. Save it for AIEZ. We can do a regular feature. We can do a, a, a Patreon show. You can do as much as you want of AIEZ. All right. And then we could feature it. Um on a Patreon episode. How fun would that be? Eric becomes an Ottawa County Council supporter. All sorts of fun options. We've just stumbled upon something great. Um, we are already seeing political groups using generative AI to try to harm their opponents. University of California, Berkeley computer science professor Haney Farid told ABC News. It's so easy to do. The examples have already started piling up from images falsely depicting what appears to be 
Joe Biden in a Republican Party ad to an outside political group supporting Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, Ron DeSantis' White House bid using AI technology to fabricate former President Donald Trump's voice. Google announced earlier this month that it will require all verified election advertisers to clearly disclose any use of synthetic media that it makes that makes it appear as if a person is saying or doing something they didn't say or do. I'll tell you this. All of this has allowed people like me that if I ever get in, uh, get, you know, if, if I ever piss somebody off or they get their tit in a ring because uh, I say uh, uh, something that uh, triggers people, I hope grandma one day walks in on this kid eating a vagina. All I have to do is say, what? What is that? Yeah, you said that. Eating a vagina. No, I didn't. That's AI. No, no, no. You actually said it. I've got the audio and the video. Eating a vagina. I know you do, but I'm telling you, I never said that. It's just AI, man. If I had, if we had this at my disposal, just the knowledge that this exists, I would have never gotten fired. Every time I could have just said, AI, I didn't do it. AI. No problem. I love AI. And someone's using it for evil against me. Blue State Rob says it would be more fun to make John Jamingo woke to me. Hey, you can use it. We can start out with AIEZ, and then we can do AI slash whatever. AI John Jamingo, AI Free Beer, AI Hot Wings. You do whatever you want. And we will go ahead and feature it on a Patreon AI show. One of the, we can add it to the roster of big fraud Wednesdays. Like today on a big fraud Wednesday, you've got, well, it's already underway, but uh, you got Dear Meathead. You've got the Patreon bonus. You've got, who are these free beers? You got the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. With the AI angle, you could uh, deal me back into the free beer and hot wing show. Zane still on FBHW. You creative souls could go ahead and use all their voices. You could do your own goddamn show, your whole, a whole full, a full fucking segment, and you get that audio to me, and we'll feature it on another AI Patreon episode. Kelly Cheese and Big Fraud Zane. Oh, fuck yes. And you've got plenty of audio that you can use of Kelly Cheese. All I have to do is provide... Uh, for you, something that my pal Brandis loves very much. Hey. Hey. I'm a raisin. Hey, I work on a radio show. You have an interview? Do you want to? Hi, I'm Kelly, and uh, Taylor Tomlinson is by far one of the best comedians of all time ever. I'm a raisin. That's more than enough. 
Add some crispy R's. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. Four. Crust. Cripple. More than enough audio right there to make A.I. Kelly. The A.I. Kelly and A.I. Easy show. Uh, the Kelly She Show with producer Zane, because let's be honest, you couldn't possibly be at that host level with a talent like that. Tyler adds, I think that um, Kelly Cheese audio samples would fry any AI system. <laughs> My God. If I won the lottery and I bought WGRD, I would call her in. And I'd be very frank with her. I'd say, you're fired. And she'd go, why? Why? Your voice sounds like fuck. Because your voice is so fucked up. I'm hurting humanity by letting it be um, disseminated, sent out to people's ears. It's horrible. Blue State Rob says Kelly, Kelly's voice makes her sound like she has saggy tits and a giant bush. (laughs) Holy shit. Saggy tits and a a giant bush. Are you kidding me? I'm a raisin. Wow. Uh, At this time, there's no national legislation specifically addressing deep fakes or deceptive uses of generative AI. But earlier this month, the nation's biggest tech executives convened in a closed door meeting with U.S. senators to discuss possible government regulation. So you got to strike while the iron's hot. You won't be able to make AIEZ or AI Kelly Cheese or AI Free Beer for that much longer. It's coming. They're going to try to make this impossible. I think you'll still be able to get away with it. Under Clark's bill, users who fail to label malicious deep fakes would face a criminal penalty, including prison time and fines. Well, I won't be, I won't have a problem with saying, yes, my AI Kelly is a, is a deep fake. This is not really Kelly Cheese. She does not sound this good. All right. The AI Kelly will actually be easier for your brain to process than real Kelly. That's how bad her voice is. Uh, this category would encompass deep fakes related to sexual content, criminal, criminal conduct. I mean, when they, they talk about um, sexual conduct, I hope grandma one day walks in on this kid eating a vagina. Whoever made that, that's illegal. That would be illegal under this bill. Whatever sick psychopath t- 
took the AI to make me say that. Um, you'd end up you'd end up getting in big trouble. Uh, Corey says, I think I found one. You make a recording and then it changes your voice to someone else. Uh, Ryan wants to combine forces with Corey. He says, I'm not going to proceed because you are too much nerd for me. Let me write the show for you, though. We would become an unstoppable duo. All right, I see a lot of audience members joining forces on the Easy AI Homework Project. I need updates frequently of your work, either in words or audio proof, but I we are not abandoning this. And the easiest way I cannot abandon something is because I'm not actually doing something. If it were up to me to do this, I wouldn't do it. Don't think that I haven't thought about... Um, how fun it would be to make AI free beer and AI hot wings and AI Kelly and AI EZ to make a new show. But that would require me to actually do it. You can have so much fun doing this and become immortalized with true hall of fame status. If you are successful in this project, my God, the fun we could have. You could even take audience members like AI Ashley. You could take Ashley's voice and make her sound normal, like doing respectable things and not talking like the piece of shit that she is. You know, just saying very uh, run-of-the-mill humdrum things that you wouldn't expect out of out of Ashley instead of the usual poison that flies out of her trap great idea by uh blue state rob ai jessica would be great holy shit now would we have to go back and get audio of jessica um like real audio of Jessica or would you want me doing Jessica to make AI voice Jessica? So basically I would just do that a few times. Hey, this is fucking going to piss me off. You motherfuckers take my fucking voice and fucking make me sound like someone that I ain't. I'm going to fuck your shit up right there. Is that, is that the plan? Hey, hey, I know what you motherfuckers are doing. You're taking my fucking voice and making me, all of a sudden, I'm getting fucked by a bear. All of a sudden, I'm drinking five fish and fireball before breakfast. Fuck you, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> People love the face. They I don't know if they like the voice better on Jessica or the face better. Uh Tyler's feeding me lines. 
I'm going to loop up my strap on with some fireball and fuck you right in your fucking asshole. <laughs> the best impressions on this show are the ones of the audience. I can't like actually do real impressions of people. It's essentially just the same voice with maybe higher pitch, lower pitch. It's all the same thing. And if I do them in succession, you'll realize that. So you have to space them out. Like it would be a folly if I suddenly started doing a Kenny impression after I did a Jessica impression. I have to have you, it has to be like a, a palate cleanser. Uh, radio voices, the Will Teeman one is impeccable. Hello. Welcome to Spartan Basketball. From, <clears throat> from the present, I'm Will Teeman. The Spartans are looking to get back after it after a loss to Northwestern. The suggestion of uh, the AI Kenny and AI Amanda show. Oh, my God. So fantastic. Shit, yes. Okay. Advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast. All you need to do is... um, Reach out to me, eric at ericsaintshow.com, and I'll tell you how it works, how you can get in front of thousands of people each and every week. It's very easy to do. And, uh, you know, honestly, there's people with very, very tiny budgets that advertise on my show and people with more elaborate budgets. I can uh, work something out for you. Just send me an email, and I'll tell you how it works. Eric at ericsaintshow.com. Um. Thank you to Senor Martinez and A&E Heating and Cooling. I'm on the schedule to get my furnace tuned up uh, October 12th, Thursday, October 12th at 8.30 a.m. Joe and I have been doing this for so many years that um, I just leave the door open. I'm podcasting. He walks in, says hi to Kevin, goes downstairs, checks out my furnace, tunes it, cleans it, tests it, make sure it's running at peak efficiency and leaves. Then I get a bill. I pay it with my phone and then I don't see him for six. Well, then he doesn't, he's not back in my house until six months after that to tune up the AC. This is damn it. Lost my voice here. This is absolutely uh, imperative and important. If you're like, well, I, I, Hey, I've never done that. Well, then you're overdue. Okay. Uh, Every six months, you should uh, see Joe once for the furnace tune-up, once for the AC. You know, it's like when the clock falls back, Joe comes over. When the clock springs forward, Joe comes over. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Schedule now. Irvine's Auto Repair. This market's, this market's getting me high. Uh, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Get your cars repaired at Irvine's. All right? 
nestled right in the middle of downtown Grand, not downtown, right in the middle of Grand Rapids. Uh, along 44th Street, three blocks east of 131 is Stafford. Turn down Stafford. You'll end up turning north. Um, and you'll see them. The giant sign, Irvine's right there on Stafford. 616-532-6600. Call them and say, hey, I heard you on EZ. Okay, I've got a problem. Or I need I have scheduled maintenance I need done. I, I need a wheel alignment. I need an oil change. I need a an antifreeze flush. Eh, I don't, that's about all I know that you can do in a brakes. 616-532-6600. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Today's asshole of the day. I barely remember what I talked about on this show. Um, We talked about Amanda. Seems to be in a bit of a rut. I take it back. I don't think Amanda's ever gotten out of the rut officially, you know? I think she's really going to need to get several days in a row before she can officially be described as being out of this rut. Instrumental in starting the fraudulent fat fucks Facebook group and has yet to really tap into it as a resource. It's concerning. Uh, But the asshole of the day has to be the idiot who threw the rock off the fucking overpass or the bridge. On 28th Street. Uh, That is brought to you by TC Paintball. Uh, Whoever did that is probably going to get theirs one day. All right. Extra points um, for helping to the audience, for helping facilitate the AIEZ concept. Homework assignment for all of you, and I need updates. The AI Kenny and Amanda show would be happily married with, uh, with a sex advice podcast. Rob suggests about Amanda depression is a real bitch. Lots of ambition. Then 10 minutes later, you don't care anymore. I know, but I still believe she's stronger than she leads on. Get through one day and then plug into the group. And try to get through a second day. Thank you for being here. Patreon bonus podcast a little later on. God bless Darla for behaving today. It is a big fraud Wednesday. I'll talk to you later, folks. Bye-bye.